0: Journo at Stories That Matter Studios, I'm Nance Haxton, and this is The Streets of Your Town, the podcast that takes you on an audio journey through theatre of the mind, highlighting a different slice of Australian life each episode. Today we head to Stradbroke Island, or Minjerribah, as it's known in the Jandai language of the traditional owners, the Quandamooka people. <laughs> Michael Bullock has lived on this tiny patch of paradise for decades and has recently built a collapsible coffee shop nestled in the thick bush that surrounds Cylinder Beach. Once the coffee making is done for the day, the shop closes up Leaving no trace on the delicate environment that surrounds it, Michael says it's a dream come true, bringing a vision that started for him when he was a young child to reality.
1: I was invited here by a local family in the 70s, and um, in those days. A lot of people in Brisbane wouldn't have even heard of Stradbroke Island. In fact, when I was really young, we we um, camped at Wellington Point, where the roundabout is, was a camping ground, and I asked my dad what the Blue Mountains were on the on the horizon. He said, "That's America," <laughs> and I went, oh, "I'd like to go to America someday."
0: And, and Funny now, how yeah. life works out, <laughs> eh? <hey? Yeah.
1: laughs> but um, yeah, it was sort of like. A fishing person's paradise, and then the surfers started. And, and uh, yeah, I don't even like going to Amity or Dunwich, I just like to stay, you know, in one spot.
0: Yeah, so you're living over here now? You have been since the 70s?
1: Oh, no, I, I went to school in Brisbane, and mm-hmm. when I finished school, my parents spent a lot of money on my brothers and I. Wonderful. I went to private schools, and they said, What do you want to do with your? With the rest of your life, like career wise, and I went, Oh, I want to live like how you have um, school holidays.
0: Looks like it's rush hour now, Michael. Yeah. You're the meeting place. No one gets out of bed (laughs) until 10 o'clock at (laughs) Stratty. So
1: I'm joking, I've actually done quite a few things off the island, but um, yeah.
0: Now you've got your little coffee house dream here right on the beach at Cylinder.
1: Yeah, so this I started this with my teenage kids Mm -hmm. to give them sort of weekend and holiday work and they've all buggered off and left me looking (laughs) after it so it's six years we've been doing this but it's just it's just weekends and holidays and the surf's crowded then so I'm just happy being down here and I employ a lot of people so in busy times there's five people on a shift and so it's good creating An opportunity for other people, other than my kids, and it's all a sustainable business. Yeah, it
0: doesn't have much impact on the area here, does it? No, quite small. When we're gone, we're Mm. just
1: a little picnic table, and if you didn't know what went on, you wouldn't wouldn't know there was a a coffee house.
0: All in the back of your trailer.
1: Yes, and it's 150 metres from my front door,
0: Mm. so
1: I don't charge much for travel, (laughs) and um, and then the cups we produce fire cup prints our own additions, so we've got local artists photographers mm-hmm. and artists work on the cups and they're compostable
0: I saw that, they're beautiful with all the, the artwork on them, I actually washed mine out and kept it at home Yes,
1: <laughs> fill it up with shells yeah. <laughs> actually that's true souvenir. but yeah. um, the other <laughs> thing we do with the business is offer a dollar off a coffee if you bring your own cup
0: as I know, here with my coffee in hand, and in my little cup thank you for that,
1: so it's it's probably top end of generosity in, in discounting.
0: That's a lot. But Ooh.
1: if at some point in the future we're going to have to all you know, have our own things. And, um, so almost like the indigenous culture, the, the ladies used to have dilly bags with what they needed and the guys pretty much had their, their equipment and they carried it everywhere they went. And we're just going to have to, as a as a whole planet, just switch on. Because there's no point having a glass of water or a, or a bottle of water and mm. or a cup of coffee and then throwing your container away. It's just mad.
0: So this is almost the, the pointy end of that. You're really trying to do that in the way you, you live yourself.
1: Yeah, mm. yeah. And and so pe- people do come, like the people that have never been here before this morning saw the sign a dollar off and they went away and got their cups <laughs> and came back and that's that's great you know and honestly it's it's not a big percentage of people that do it it's it's probably 10-15% and so we're happy to you know take the dollar loss
0: yeah and it's just trying to get people to, to think about their habits and change them if they yeah. can so that's great do you think it will be a Stratty for a while is this yeah, home yeah. now forever yeah, yeah. Is this your favourite part of Stratty here at Cylinder?
1: Yeah, well, you know John and Jenny from up at the Blue and the Green Room in Gelati? Mm-hmm. So they're like, like teenage years spent with those guys and we've always been like competitive about where's the best place to see the sun rise or the sunset. Oh, that's all, the debate. All, yeah, yeah. they always like, <laughs> give it a good call for that top end of town. But um, my, my thoughts are there's Bertie Clayton built Samarinda and he operated it for years and years. And then one day he just said, I've had enough of shoveling sand, and came to Cylinder Beach and built Clayton's on Cylinder, which were similar cabins. And um, it is in the lee of the, of the most um, common weather pattern that's southeast winds. So we have more nicer days here. And I reckon the sunsets are, are better seeing than set over the bay, but there's always that bit of competition with
0: John and Jenny. And <laughs> so um, for people who haven't heard much of Stratty, it amazes me how many people in Brisbane still haven't been to Stratty, actually.
1: Yeah, well, that's um, that's their call. I'm, the, the beauty of, of Stradbroke Island is it takes a, a barge or a boat trip to get here, and um, so some people just... Um, sit on such high pressure movement, they can't stand like a traffic jams Is a drama. <laughs> Sitting on a barge would be like captured and you know, can't escape. And um, strategy pace should be a lot slower. And like it, this park where we're operating out of has kangaroos, koalas, like bird life, echidnas, and just. At Easter a koala walked all the way through, like about 100 people standing around <laughs> making, making conversation. So the damage from cars coming over here and people with that high speed pace, just not being aware that something can just come out diagonal. You, you hear them all, oh, the kangaroo just ran out in front of me. Well, that, that's terminal for the kangaroo. So. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably good that it's not like a big deal. You really want to come here? If you want to come here,
0: <coughs> seems to be a few people here seem to want to keep it a secret, <laughs> or uh, not just to make sure that it's not ruined by too many people. I well, that's
1: absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I the, the people on the on the Gold Coast, you can you can still um, feel the connection some people have with the Spit, which is last, mm. like, a last like little strip before you get to South Stratty and then on mm. to Stratty and they're just going, no, don't don't develop it. And they, you know, from what I hear, they've been disenfranchised by the process. Everything's going on behind closed doors. And the same with the Sunshine Coast has got Yurumba, which is a very similar community to here, a small amount of people that are very in tune with where they live. They know turtles are coming up on the beaches and all that. And they've, they've just been sidestepped, like you have a town plan that says you can't do this. And the council goes ahead, and approve something. So, you know, the same with Australia. it's been what you see is what you get now that it's Kwanlamuka country, and I don't think they're at all interested in changing the place to, to being anything other than, you know, pure natural country.
0: And the end of mining, is that going to be a big change for the island as well, for the economy, I think?
1: Um, yeah, I, the mines are just about finished. The, the Yarraman mine's closed, Ooh. and the um, Enterprise mine's working at half half um, staff, and pretty much you didn't have. We we don't get much in the way of custom from from, mm. from mining, but the li- village of Dunwich um, mm-hmm. got a lot of consumers from spending their money there, and the barges and water taxis. So transferring to. To, um, tourism being the main income is going to be a hard call. It really needs to be mm. run like a snow field so that it's when it's on, it's on seasonal, seasonal. Yeah. and then when it's off, it needs time to repair. Or, I really believe we, we should have some time out from, mm. from the, the big months and um, the. Experience that I've got is that if it gets cold or if it rains, <laughs> you've got empty caravan parks, you've got cancellations in units. So no matter what, you know, it's pretty hard to to push a place beyond what people's desires are. And um, it's 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 crap when when you just have political things going on with you know pretty much small groups that run political parties, and we're we're involved in the transition now you're dealing with the end of it and we've got car parking issues both Mm. on the cleveland side and the and the Mm. um the dunwich side near the
0: ferries yeah and
1: then you know the the state government is all for the toondah harbour project which (laughs) will choke that whole whole end off and Mm. it's just i can't work it out (laughs) really there's no logic to anything that's happening at the moment
0: so I suppose to finish, what's your favourite thing about strati or what is it about strati that keeps you living here?
1: Well, the water's clear and the beaches are un, unspoilt so there's no need for groins or, um, you know, anything to, to stabilise, you know, erosion because the beaches come and go and, yeah, I, I just want to be around mm. as long as it stays its own natural self and make sure that that happens.
0: And have your part in it with Coffee on Cylinder and your little tiny hub that you have here at Cylinder Beach.
1: Yeah, well, that, <laughs> that's an instant in time, you know,
0: that Australia
1: mm. um, Camping's talking about redeveloping this site mm. to more glamorous mm. type accommodation, so, you know, it may not be
0: could all required, you
1: know, that they might have their own things, but we'll work with them or just if it's all over, I'll just go surfing more.
0: <laughs> well, it's a pretty idyllic place to live. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. <laughs> that was Coffee in Cylinders owner and operator Michael Bullock speaking to us on a balmy winter's afternoon from the jewel of Moreton Bay, Stradbroke Island, or Minjerra Bar.